Hey everybody, this is Twana and this is The Darker Side of Mental Health. Good morning to everybody. I hope everybody is doing well. I'm in Cleveland, so you know the weather's changing and everybody I pretty much know has a cold or getting a cold. It's not COVID, but it's a, a cold. But you know, my grandson who's little, he has a very bad cold and so we're a little worried about that. But other than that, everything is fine with the family. I hope everything is fine with you and your families. Um, I wanted to jump on here and say um, that a lot of things have been going on. Uh, a lot of opportunities have been opening up and we're I'm going to be rolling out a lot of different things through my sister's keeper and also through um, the yoga business. So I hope you guys are keeping track and and actually follow either following blogs i got blogs i got everything going on so it's been really really busy but i'm grateful for it i would rather be busy than sick lying up in a bed somewhere so um this is a great thing uh so <clears throat> some things i wanted to talk about was the seasonal effect it it i can't even say the words that's so sad but when people get depressed and um during this time of year because Trust me, I do get depressed during this time of year a lot more so when it's more towards Christmas. It's just something about Christmas and the commercialization of Christmas, but it's more than that. And I talk to my therapist about it a lot because to me, I think even as a child, when, when I used to love the Christmas movies, I don't anymore, but as a child, I did because, you know, they, they make you feel like Christmas has this magic underlying to it that if you could just get to christmas day everything would be okay and i may be i may have been a little naive back then but um i used to wait for christmas day and i used to geez i used to think that everything it was going to be magical everything if i was having a bad day or the things that was going on in my household went with my mother and father at the time even with my own children when they got older i would be like when christmas come everything's going to be okay Unfortunately, that's not how it is. And unfortunately, I set myself up for some great, great disappointments. And um, and then with life and with being mentally ill and being, it, it just snowballed. So now I don't like Christmas. I don't like the fake phony people put on at Christmas time. And um, it's just everything. It's just not, it's just not a good headspace for me. So with that being said, through my sister's keeper of Northeast Ohio, through the, through them and also through OCDpeers.com, we're going to be doing holiday groups, community groups throughout this holiday season for anybody who feels like I feel during the holiday season. Because one thing I don't want to happen is people to get sad, upset, or feel like they're alone during this time. Because you're not alone because there's more people like you that feel that way. Trust and believe me, I understand it. And when you have to deal with family, and for me, my family is like an all-time trigger for me. So it's kind of hard for me to deal with family and all of that. So I'm going to be, um, if you go to the websites, you'll find the holiday groups. Um, sign up for them. Jump on them. I will be there. And we could talk things through or we could just BS about certain things and um, just just have that time to um, 
instead of getting all depressed over it, maybe we could have a little fun surrounding it. Um, so I wanted to announce that also one-on-one peer sessions. I am doing one-on-one peer sessions. All proceeds are being donated to OCD peers because my main push and the reason why I wanted to do OCD peers was to open it up to people who are at a disadvantage, who can't afford things. And if you sign up for one-on-one peer support with me, you get me all the time. We can set it up. You just call, you know, you could call, leave a message. Um, the number and everything will be at the, you can see the, the leave a voicemail message um, in the description of this. Contact me and let's set something up because my whole thing is I don't want anybody to be suffering. <clears throat> and I want to help you get resources that help you. Because if you've been following my podcasting, you know I was misdiagnosed and that was a hell of a time. And if you was following my podcast, you know all the steps that I took to get myself to a place now where I'm okay mentally. So you don't go to, you could go to, you could leave a message and then we could set something up that way. You go to my website or you go to OCD, OCD Game Changers and contact Christy Hodges and she could put you on my schedule. So, you know, I want to update you guys with everything that's going on. Um, some other things that's going on is I'm going to, I'm very leery about this because I don't like my face out there. I, I'm very, I have very bad distortion about what I look like. I don't think I look that good. Even though people tell me, oh, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. In my mind, you know, how to, you know, having an OCD mind, it's kind of hard to <laughs> think that. But I want to, and I think this will benefit everybody, that I'm going to start doing YouTube, going back on YouTube and picking that back up. I think that it was very beneficial when I was doing it at first. I had a lot of followers. I just stopped doing it because it got really uncomfortable for me. It's also some other things I'm rolling out in 2022 that I'm not going to talk about right now. But if you stay, um, look at my, um, look at the websites and stay and just check things out, you will see what's coming. The main thing that I'm working on here in Cleveland is I'm trying to get, you guys know that I'm a trained Astanga yoga teacher, traditionally trained. And I want to open up a yoga studio here, but it's going to be more than just a yoga studio. It's going to be a creative space for people to come where I'm going to have support groups there. I want to have one-on-one peer support there. I want to have different things going on at this spot. And we're looking for a spot now to set that up. Um, I want to do it on the east side of Cleveland. So anybody who's have a business, um, building, um, space contact me please because i'm let's negotiate something because i really want to get this up and running in 2022 so people have a place to go and they can find me there and it doesn't have to be all this virtual world world since since you know everybody's saying post-covid times even though we know that's not true <laughs> okay so guys let me tell you what's been going on in my crazy life this week oh first of all i've been like Obsessed with Christy Knows Best. It's a show with Todd Christy and his family. I love Todd. Um, but I've been re-watching all the shows and watching the new shows. Because the family is so entertaining and they're 100% real. They also have a podcast that I've been listening to. The podcast. 
And they say a lot of different things on their podcast that really hit home when it comes to dealing with things and loving people at a distance. And I love Julie and I love to see her in the kitchen cooking. But they have a person, um, Kyle Chrisley, who suffers from a mental illness. And I behoove everybody who has bipolar disorder, please, please, please listen to the podcast where Kyle's on there. And he's an inspiration. I don't have bipolar disorder. I have OCD, PTSD, and depression. So I can't I can't really talk about that. But listen to Kyle and listen to what he's doing and how he's walking things through. I um, left messages for Todd and Julie about this because I think that um, Kyle, as far as a mental health advocate, I don't know if he's comfortable doing it because, you know, you have to be comfortable doing it and i i know he i'm not sure if he he is or not but i think that him being a mental health advocate specifically for bipolar disorder for people that has went through it who has substance abuse who you know in that space he will help a lot of people so i reached out to todd and julie on their podcast and mentioned it to him i also mentioned to todd that he should be writing books because he he's a wizard businessman I, I i mean from the shows that i'm watching the, he has his hands in everything and i think people young entrepreneurs old entrepreneurs like me can learn a lot from him and there's an episode with him and elliot where elliot was telling chase you know how much he's learning from todd i think todd has a lot to give back i think that god the universe however however you see it put them in the this particular situation with the with everything that they're doing to help people i think god had a plan for them and he's working out the plan through them and i think it's awesome so if you guys have to have any time i would say check out chrisley knows best if you haven't seen it check out growing up chrisley and also check out chrisley confessions it's on stitches that's where i listen to it at i mean th this family you could tell that they are they are anointed by god to to do this and it's awesome it's awesome. Um, I have been doing that in my day to day because, you know, I'm still working from home with my day job. So I'm working from home and I'm and babysitting my grandkids when and can, when I can. And just just working on it, working on these businesses and trying to get things right. I, um, you know, me and David right now are separated. <laughs> that is the whole thing with me and David is really, really tricky because here's the thing. We've been messing around. I don't want to say mess around. That's not dirty, but we've been in and out, in and out each other's lives for so long. And I was meditating last night and I was just thinking, I was like, maybe this is the plan. Maybe further down the line. I'm not going to say maybe because I have a strong feeling that further down the line, we are going to be back together, but we had a lot of growing up to do. You got to understand we got together very young. Um, we were very young when we got together because, I mean, I've known him since high school and we were very young and we were trying to. I don't want to say that we wasn't on the same path because I think we were, but I think both of us being the people that we are individually, we had to grow up individually. And we had to do what we had to do individually because, you know, he's an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm in a I'm in a whole different space than he is. He's more he's more um you know, he's more of the the 
the for-profit entrepreneur me i'm more for the nonprofit side of entrepreneurship but we're still entrepreneurs we still have to discover who we were we had to understand who we were and i think people don't understand that and for me being mentally ill and having codependency and i think he has a he well i know he has codependency too we just kept getting into a toxic situation and being mentally ill with me i would obsess about different things and being a people pleaser all of it i mean all of it played into this so i was meditating last night and a revelation came over me that maybe this is where me and him need to be at this point in time i mean because i'm trying to build a yoga studio i'm trying to build up peer support and i'm trying to do the the whole writing thing he's doing his restaurants and trying to get all of that up and done and then we have families because he has kids i have kids separately and um we we have the family thing going on and then we need and, and as far as me i'm on a journey right now this the spiritual journey if you want to call it that or however you want to phrase it so i'm on this journey and he's doing his thing and i just think that it will be detrimental for us to try to merge things at this time now don't get me wrong there's a lot of hurt and a lot of pain i'm quite sure he has to heal from it i have to heal for from him still healing from it but us being friends right now i think that is where we need to be now further down the line um we probably will get back together in the near future but then we will know we'll have a better foundation of who we are as individuals and our lives will be more together i i'm i'm learning so much through my whole spiritual journey with the yoga with the meditation with just not overreacting with trying to put things into perspective and mind you i'm not a doctor and i everything that i've done medically for my mental illness has been trial and error I went, you know, I talked to uh, a doctor yesterday, virtually. Um, I had a conversation with one of my doctors yesterday, and we were talking about different things because if you've been following my podcast, you know I took myself off of Zoloft, and I do not recommend this for anybody, but I took myself off the Zoloft because I gained weight, and it was adverse, adversely um, doing things to me that I did not like. I gained weight, was put on high blood pressure medication, never had it, and, and I could go on and on and on. So I took myself off of that. And what I'm doing now is I'm staying away, completely away from all medication, even cough medication. I'm staying completely away from all medication because for some reason with medication, I'm the 1%, you know, where it says 1% will get this. I'm that 1%. So I'm staying away from that. And the doctor I was talking to yesterday, I was describing to her the things that I do. I do yoga every day, except for Sundays the full moon or the new moon days, because those are yoga holidays. I do my practice from 530. I, I do it at 530 in the morning and to wherever it leads me to. I do my yoga. I do my um, meditation. At night, I do my meditation. I do my breathing exercises. And this is like a practice that I, I use. And it, it is something that I incorporated in my life. It's not easy, though to do it but I do it and if I don't do it I feel kind of out of sync with myself and let me tell you because people have asked me well you have OCD and don't you have the compulsions don't you have the intrusive thoughts yes I do they're still there and I had ERP and it didn't work for me but what I have done is 
with the ERP, with the compulsions, with all of that, um, with all of it, I breathe it through. And, it, and my, what I do does not work for everybody. This is what works for me. I breathe it through. I sit down. Like, for example, I could, I could like, because I like candles. I like candles. I like the way they, fit, they smell. I also like Palo Santo sticks because of the energy and what it does to my atmosphere. So I burn those. And if I leave the house, I will obsessively have thoughts about the house is going to be down. You left the candle burning. When I know logically that I blew it out, that it's not even burning anymore. But the, I still have the thoughts is my point what i do is i sit in it which is uncomfortable and i learned that from erp so i sit in my thoughts and i and i and i worry i don't want to say worry that's a negative word but i sit in my thoughts and i breathe it i breathe through it so i did learn that from erp but i do it more intensely until the thought goes away so I do incorporate certain things other than medication into my practice to help me get through it. But if I have to say the main thing that helps me a lot is definitely meditation. And I tell everybody when I get in the midst of everything that I go through, when I get in the midst of it, it's very, very hard to sit and meditate and think about things and try to and try to rationalize things during meditation because meditation, you're supposed to be still. And it's really easy. Somebody asked me, oh, how can you meditate? It's really easy. This is how I meditate. Right or wrong, I don't know, but this works for me. When I breathe in and breathe out, that's one. So I will breathe in. And when I breathe out, that's one breath. Breathe in, breathe out. That's two breaths. And that's what I do. And I count to 10. I don't go no further than 10. I do that. And I don't count out loud. Sometimes I do, depending on the feel. Um, but I sit and I sit. Excuse me. I sit and I and I do that with my eyes closed. Breathe in, breathe out one. And I count it in my head, silently in my head. And all the way to 10. And then when I get to 10, I go back to one. And that's how I do it. When thoughts come and thoughts will come, I just go back to one and start breathing again. That's also the Zen practice. It's part of the Zen practice because the Zen is usually an eye-opening thing, which is a whole different thing. And if you go on... Um, later on in 2022, when everything settles down, I'm going to do a class on meditation and a different meditations. I also, something I also do, and I usually do this at night is I do, um, Adi Shanti, Namor Namor. That is, a Shanti is a goddess and, um, you, you could get all into that, but I do, I'm, I'm saying this because I do mantras. I love mantras. You don't have to do Adi Shante mantra. You could do a mantra like, I am at peace. I am at peace. And you repeat that to yourself as you're breathing in, breathing out. And that, that, all of that's meditation. Meditation is sitting in quiet. Turn the TV off, turn the phone off. Um, don't have any distractions and sit in quiet. And there's a lot of different apps. That you can use um, if you email me or go on my website and uh, message me um, I would definitely give you a list of those sites that I've used I've tried everything trust me I tried everything um, so I'm trying to trying to get that out, you know get so I do that to calm myself and you know me and David we talk off and on and I know I'm skipping around 
but this is not scripted, so <laughs> you gotta bear with me. But me and David, um, we talk every now and then. And yesterday we talked, it was a couple of minute talk because he was on his way to work and he talked to me for a couple of minutes. He was like five minutes out and he's very busy. So he, his phone was going off. So he's putting me on hold. And what I usually did was hang up, but this time I, I kind of stayed on hold and waited for him to come back. And, um, we had a pleasant conversation, meditated last night. That was peaceful. Meditated this morning after my yoga practice. And that was also peaceful. Um, so things have been I mean, things have been chugging along for me as of right now. I'm surprised that I have not gotten to that depression point that I usually get to, but I've been doing meditation. I've been doing yoga. I've been doing a lot of different things to try to um, help me mentally. And it, it seems to be working, you know. I My main goal is to, I really want people to benefit from yoga like I did. So, and also peer support. I really want to open that up for everybody. So I'm doing I'm doing these groups for OCD peers. I'm doing groups for my 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 organization. I'm doing the one on ones, and I'm doing I'm doing like the whole, the whole yoga thing because I'm doing a retreat. That a retreat is coming up in December. The holiday retreat through yoga. I mean anybody who who is dealing with holiday stress and whatever. I'm going to teach you how to de-stress my way of how to de-stress. You don't necessarily have to do that. I'm teaching people Ashtanga yoga, the traditional way. And it's just so much going on right now, so much I have to keep centered on. So I'm working on that. Um, my kids, I have my, my one of my grandson's birthdays today. I got to order his gift, which I haven't done. Um, I need to order his gift and um, get that done. But other than that, I'm trying to keep things in perspective. I'm trying to stay focused. And it's kind of hard, hard for me to stay focused these days, maybe because, and you know, I had a talk with somebody about this. I'm at home. I don't, we don't, we're not called back to the office yet. And I think that's part of the issue because I'm stuck at home and it's only so much energy that you could get from being at home. And, um, I'm really tired of being at home. I miss going out and just being around other people and feeling that peace with other people and not so much at peace with other people, but being around other people, you know, having other people's energy in my feel good, bad, negative or positive. I just miss that. So I can't wait. We supposed to go back to work to January 1st, 2022. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Hopefully we will. <clears throat> Hopefully we will. I also decided uh, until they get rid of me, I'm going to stay at ABM Industries because I do a lot of things. For my own companies and for mental health and for women's health and for especially african-american women's health that i don't want to get burnt out and lose the logical side of myself if that makes sense i also write for the selected i did i do the blog and i'm so proud of this guys i'm so proud of this i got a lot of stuff going on you just don't know i'm trying to keep my writing career it's, it's so much going on and I actually bought a new planner and that will be here today from Amazon to keep things straight because my old, my, the planner I got is very cheap. It was just something my one planner that I had was very expensive and then it ran out of days. And I use my phone, but I don't use my phone, if you can understand that. But um, I write from this for the Speculative Fiction Poetry Association, their blog, Spec 
I think it's Beckco or something like that, but I'm, I'm doing vlogs for them and I love it. I'm also in the works, which did, everything that I'm talking about is in the works. It's going to come to fruition in 2022 because I'm just so busy with the yoga and the, and the peers right now trying to get all that up and running and get that on the map that I have neglected the my writing portion. But with the writing portion, there's going to be a podcast for that, like there is for the yoga. There's also going to be a lot of different things going on. You could check out the blog and everything else, you know, if you want to. But I have a lot going on and a lot of things to keep me busy. With that being said, I always like I have dedicated time for self-care. I, I do my, my practice, and you know, people say, oh, well, you're, that's exercise. To me, yoga is not exercise, it's self-care. I have to do my yoga, I have to do my breathing, I have to do this, because if I don't, I know that I will be out of whack, so I have to do that. And I try to shut down for the day, for the t entire day, I try to end my day at 10 o'clock, because I deal with a lot of different things, and insomnia is one of them. And I try to shut down and try to get back acclimated. I'm, that's still a work in progress because yesterday I found myself posting stuff on Instagram and advertising stuff on Instagram for my businesses. And I, I'm like, wait a minute, it's 10 o'clock. And I have all these books that I got that I want to read and I'm going to read. And it's just a lot going on. And I just want, you know, I'm try, I'm still trying and I'm hopefully... Hoping this up and coming week, I'll have a better handle on things because I have my yoga intensive with my guru, Andrew, this weekend. So after that, after the intensive, I'm planning on really getting things in order with the businesses, with everything that I got on and, and to make things more equitable, put things in, you know, I get my new planner. So I probably get some of that stuff down in my planner today. Um, once I receive it, but I want things to be more organized and more in order that way I could deal with it better because when things are not written down because I do have OCD, it's kind of hard for me to get things done and life seems chaotic. I used to tell people life seems really chaotic when things aren't planned out, you know, and once I get everything in order and um, working in the right direction, I'm thinking maybe you know, maybe it opens up a door for, and I'm, and, and I mind you, I'm not trying to rush this. I really am not trying to rush this situation because I don't want it to end up bad again, but I want to have time for David. And right now I just don't, I just cannot dedicate time to him. You know, I text in the morning. He, he, and he, trust me. He act like he don't, he don't care. That's a man for you. But I text him in the morning, good morning. And, you know, I know because we're energetically, we're connected. We are connected. And that's a whole other thing. Listen to the yoga podcast if you want to know about the energies and how they connect people, twin flames and all that. But we're connected. So I kind of know, like the other day I didn't text him until, because I was really busy when I got up. And I had a lot of stuff going on and I didn't text him until like 1130, 12 o'clock. And he read the text. And that's one thing I found out about him. He read everything. He don't respond because he's a dude, but he do read everything that I text him. So he read the text. And I know from and I just felt like he 
was like, dang, I didn't think she was going to text me. But I text him anyway. Long story short. So I text him. I, te I do text him. And sometimes he texts back. And other times he, he doesn't because he's busy in his own right. Also, he got a lot going on. He has um, now three restaurants. I'm very proud of him. He has like three restaurants that now that's up and running. He opened the, the one in Euclid, Ohio yesterday. Um, Floods is the name of it for anybody in the Cleveland area. Plus, Urban Seafood is the name of his restaurant. He opened it the third one yesterday, and I'm very proud of him for that. So he, you got to imagine his life, and you got to imagine my life. So it's kind of, it's very difficult, so to speak, to, to try to connect. But after things settle down, when I get the yoga business and the peer business, my sister keepers, all that stuff, when I streamline it, so to speak, and get things in the writing, of course, and ABM. And when I get everything in order, I think then I will have a little time to open up to him. Because mind you, I have to do my self-care routine, which means I have to do my yoga. I have to do my breathing. I can't take away from that and can't give nobody that time. I'm not going to give anybody that time. So until I'm able to open up some space, that's how it's going to be. And it's okay with the texting and the calling and talking when we can that's fine and that's that's just life when you have when you have two people that's that's trying to build something and leave a legacy because that's what I call it is this is my legacy and I always told my kids when they were little even now when they're big I told them when I die I do not want on my tombstone she got up went to work came home went to sleep got up and did it all over again on my tombstone. I want to make a difference. And that's the whole thing. That's with the podcast. That's why I put so much energy and everything that I do and everything that I do. So, um, that's where I'm at now. Um, here in Cleveland, the police chief, um, chief Cal Calvin Williams, he stepped down. Well, you know, we had a new mayor race. And I'll give you my thoughts on that in the next podcast. But it's, that's an interesting fact. I think that is really... I'm not even going there in this podcast. But so, guys, so I hope you guys um, will go to the website. I, like I said, I will leave the number where you can leave a message, a voice message. Listen, if you leave a voice message and you want, you have questions about what I do, how I do it, questions about my family, I'm transparent. Leave a message. Send me an uh, email. I mean, yeah, send me an email. If you go to my website, you'll get, you'll, you, could, you, you see how you can leave an email. And I will talk to you. I will respond to your message. I don't have, I, I mean, I'm an open book. If you ask me anything, there's nothing you cannot ask me that I will not, that I will not talk to you about. So please um, take advantage of that. You know, I could tell you things. I can help you understand my journey and maybe that'll help you on your journey. So I want to say until next week, guys, have a great weekend. And a great week until I, until we talk again. Bye.